listening to the Uprise Astrology Podcast, a podcast that inspires the present-day visionary to rise to their best life. My name is Island Sky, and I'm an astrologer and numerologist. I'm best known for cutting right through the noise and bringing the most important messages to you. Thank you so much for being here. We are going to be diving into the astrology for all of my Leo friends. What is in the sky for you guys? What are some of the things that you need to look out for this month? Because there are some of those things that are going to be unfolding. And then what are some of the best energies? We are going to cover it all. If you know that you are a Leo rising, then this is going to be the best thing to watch. Your rising sign is always going to correspond more accurately with what is happening at this time with the transits in your own personal chart. If you are all resonating, if you are like listening to your sun sign and you find that you're resonating with the sun as well as the rising, you are more than welcome to do that. And my recommendation is always going to be go based off of your rising sign. All right, we're going to dive into the transits right away. So first things first, there is this really interesting Mercury opposition to Neptune. Mercury has been in your second house, the house of finances, the house of productivity and value, and it is going to be in an opposition to Mercury in your eighth house. This is this has. To- Okay, this has to do with a lot of things that are coming up right now where you're trying to gain a little bit more clarity around commitments and it will involve other people because we are in Libra season. So for many of you, this will have to do with some kind of confusion or any kind of challenges of trying to get clear on what the money situation needs to look like. And it could be that there are some missing pieces of information that you're trying to get to. You're trying to clarify something for yourself. And there is a story attached to this that needs clarification. So the first three days of October kind of start out with that on your mind. And then what happens is this Mercury actually starts to move direct in your second house in the finance house. Okay. So you've been weighing out a lot of pros and cons. You've been taking a look at how you can be more productive. How can you be productive? And maybe there's been a lot of things kind of getting in the way of productivity because Mercury retrograde sometimes can bring certain breakdowns, right? Like tiny things that we need to deal with, like in form of technology, in form of you know, having to spend money on that, you know, cable again, because it's like not working or the charger not working, stuff like that could have come up here as well. But as well as you kind of taking a look at how to streamline your productivity, even more so you've been weighing out the pros and cons here. And so the awareness is coming back online. The um, communication is opening back up, but in a way where it's coming in fast, because Uh, Later that week, Mercury is going to quickly move through Virgo and then move into Libra. More on that later. But you're looking for support and you're going to get that kind of support that you're looking for this week. And whatever support you're looking for, Mercury is going to try and Pluto. Pluto has been in your sixth house. So this trine is going to happen between your money house and your lifestyle and routine house. This will have to also be a time where you have to pay attention to your health. Um, Oftentimes, this house has to do with lifestyle. It has to do with like 
what it is that we do from the moment we wake up until we go to bed? Like, what are some of the things that we are organizing throughout the day, the agendas we have, the goals we're trying to, you know, get to, or just simply getting through the day, the way in which you're doing it. So Pluto here is going to be in this beautiful trine with Mercury. And what is going to happen is, is that you're going to be more willing this week to kind of confront any kind of issues in regards to money, trying to streamline it more. You're going to get into action here. You're trying to simplify the process a little bit more. But as a result, it also benefits your lifestyle and it benefits your health. Whatever decisions that you are going to be making further during the first week of October, this is when you're kind of rising above challenges. So it's a really good week to dive in, dig in a little bit more and really handle things and not put them, you know, off to the side, not procrastinate anything. Not that you guys are doing that anyway, but I'm just saying sometimes when we are in a Mercury retrograde, you know, the energies can be a little bit like, yeah, I'm a little slow. Things are slow. And so now is not the time to do that anymore. And you will feel that energy because this is a really nice boost between Mercury, Trine, Pluto. And decision-making also will further benefit the future because this Trine is happening at 26 degrees. 26 is a number that deals with the future. It's whatever has been leading up to the now, but also then it's like a future sort of goal in mind. 26 is the higher, you know, degree and it adds up to eight. So this is a decision-making time that further gets validated uh, by you personally during the first week uh, in Virgo and in October. And um, then it gets backed up by Pluto because Pluto starts to move direct in your sixth house. So this is going to be a time when I think for many of you, you're going to start to realize you've come really far. There's been a lot of health routines that have to change. There's a lot of routines that you may have been taking a look at. And so now Pluto going direct here, things are coming into a way or things, the energies are coming and aligning in a way where Pluto is going to move anything else out of the way here especially between now and the end of the uh, end of the year that leads to sort of a regeneration from within. And you're going to feel that boost. You're definitely going to feel that boost. You're in, you know, maybe a little bit also in a way where it starts to build slowly, but many of you with Pluto in the sixth house, this is a time where you really have to pay attention to regenerating your health and to doing things very, very differently and sort of also being cautious about what it is that you're doing during the day, even at night, right? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you living the kind of lifestyle that really is supporting you at this time? Maybe it's not sleep that you were working on. Maybe it's been working on the way in which you are living your life, the way in which you're working, right? And the environment that is attached to this as well. So six house can oftentimes talk to uh, speak to this as well. So Pluto starts to go direct here, uh, kind of creating a regeneration in a way, and things start to move forward again, and you're going to start to feel that energy. So that's the first week in October. The second week of October is really interesting because we're going to have sort of two stories unfolding time. One that is sort of drawing past situations that are kind of nagging from the past they're kind of circling back around and also it's like a bizarre energy whenever we have mars and neptune involved it can be like a little weird <laughs> okay so from october 9th until the 15th 
Mars is going to be in your 11th house, forming a square to Neptune in your 8th house. This is a time where you're going to have to sort of re-evaluate a situation in your life that has to do with group relationships. And it has to do also with some kind of commitments, you know, that have been maybe abused by somebody or they've been, the lines have been crossed by somebody else. And so this situation kind of circles back around and it comes back and it's sort of like a bizarre situation though. There's a strange feeling in the air with this one. And what I would say is, is caution. Okay. This is a week to have caution. This is a week to not get caught up in any kind of doubt but that is kind of created by another person, especially for you, because Mars is going to be here in the 11th house for you. Make sure that you are understanding someone's intention. And if you don't understanding any, understand it and you are doubting it, it's really important to give yourself a moment to kind of let things unfold because this particular Mars-Neptune square is the potential of this one is to show you a sudden twist in someone's intention. And it can end up being super messy if you let that Mars and Gemini kind of make you charge at the situation or um, kind of use your words in a very powerful way. Just caution here, okay? I've been saying this for every single one of the signs. I'm going to be watching this um, week as well because this is a strange energy that can be a little bit uh, complex. And so there can be some secrecy that comes up here or some kind of blaming that suddenly starts to surface that you didn't realize that was going on sort of in the background between you and somebody else because it's group relationships. Neptune in the eighth house, this is you sort of really um, letting go of desires, old desires of commitments, what it means to be loyal, what it means to be really intimate with someone, redefining these um, what that really looks like. And that journey is still unfolding, right? And so this has to do with that kind of thing. Maybe somebody that was really close to you um, that could come back into the picture here. So patience is key during this week. Now, October 9th, there is going to be a full moon in Aries that is going to be unfolding for you in your ninth house. This is a beautiful energy for you guys because this is going to be a time when you start to realize that you know, things that you're doing right now are actually really leading to you doing quality over quantity when it comes to the big picture of your life. There's some kind of what needs to stay and what needs to go type of, you know, um, energy that starts to come into your periphery. And it will have to do with methodologies, with philosophies, with any kind of, you know, belief systems that you uh, have, that you are a part of, anything that pertains to the big picture here, Mars, I mean, not Mars, but the full moon in Aries is going to really illuminate where things are leading that you are doing right now, but also into the future, right? This particular full moon in Aries is going to be a good one. It is a time where I think we're going to start to really draw the line and let things go that don't allow for us to kind of move freely or move forward, okay? So we've been maybe feeling like we've been cooped up a little bit here. 
And so for you, this is going to be, how can I move the big picture forward? And just kind of following your gut instinct is going to be key. And it's happening in your ninth house. So it is truly about the big picture of your life. Now, October 10th, Mercury moves into uh, Libra. Mercury moves into Libra from your second house into your third house. And this is when the conversation and your mindset is quite literally going to be on your mindset, creative ideas, communicating with other people that you might be close to that are in your environment that you're working with and starting to bring some more of the ideas that you had with Mercury being in Virgo about how to make more money, how to be more productive, and now starting to initiate them, okay? This is when you're starting to initiate them. This is when you're starting to put some of the action back in, but this comes in form of your thought, your mindset, your ideas, and they start to pour out. You're starting to communicate them to the necessary people around you so that you can make that happen, okay? So very powerful conversations that start to unfold in the second week. And then a beautiful energy that comes up here is going to be from the 11th through the 12th with the sun trining Saturn. The sun is going to be in your third house. So right now you guys are focusing a lot on your immediate environment, relationships within the immediate immediate environment, you know, things that you're doing um, that really benefit your communication, benefit conversations benefit you because there is finally some open dialogue about certain things that are happening. And so this trine is going to be happening to Saturn in the seventh house, where you're strengthening finally conversations that need to happen with the most important people in your life. And this is a really beautiful energy. Now, the next day, or on the 13th to the 14th, then Venus starts to form that exact trine to Saturn at 18. This is when I think a lot of you are going to start to realize that there are some relationships that you can really, really trust that you can lean into. And there is a sense of things coming together beautifully and kind of flowing together because of some decision making that is unfolding during this week that you start to realize, OK, this decision really benefits me on the daily and it's also not only benefiting me, but it's benefiting the people around me. This is a very exciting and energizing energy. And also, I would say that if you're trying to get something done that really benefits you personally, this is the week to do it because, you know, 18 is a number that puts you back into action, that makes things flow again, that makes move things forward. And of course, you know, that full moon energy that is going to be kind of unleashing and releasing in Aries is going to support all of this during the second week as well. So really beautiful um, energy. I just want to say this again, though, be cautious around that, you know, Mars Neptune uh, square, not to have fear around it, but just because this is a really um, gnarly energy. Okay. It's, it's an energy that is sort of yeah, we have to pay attention. <laughs> we have to pay attention during this time, especially for you with group relationships. <laughs> you know, this is going to be a time where you guys have to really pay attention to what people are up to. And some people might not um, be as supportive as you thought that they would be, or suddenly like they start to, you know, show a side about themselves that you had not realized before. And so this comes up during this week, okay? So this is like a really good transit for that. 
everything else on a personal level, there is a strengthening that is happening when it comes to productivity and your finances, and then ultimately bringing those, you know, ideas out into the open, you know, collaborating with other people, making them solid, negotiating on what needs to get negotiated so that you can move your life and your ideas forward. So an open dialogue about that is happening during the second week. Now, before I move on to the next transit, I do want to quickly introduce myself if you're here to my channel. My name is Alan Sky. I'm an astrologer and a and I focus a lot on the degrees. That's this is something that I'm really um, interested in. And I really love taking a look at the astrology and the transits, but I also love to tie the degrees into it. So you'll see me talk a lot about the degrees and what they mean. And if you like what it is that you see on my channel, I would love for you to hang out with me, subscribe, ring the bell so that you don't miss anything and that you are up to speed with the most important messages for you. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, let's move on to the third week in October. I'm just going to update my chart here real quick because I'm kind of following along. So the third week in October is really interesting because things are starting to uh, shape almost into like a new storyline during this time. Now, the sun is going to be uh, trining Mars here. So the sun is still going to be for you guys in the third house, trining Mars in the 11th house. So this is going to be a time for many of you where there is big, bold action that you are taking. But it's not just you alone. It is you with other people. It might be that even you are collaborating with other people and this is the time when you're announcing that collaboration or there is some kind of, you know, partnership that arises and you're announcing it. But then as a result of it, like there's a lot of attention towards you or there's a lot of, you know, attention expanding sort of energy towards your social reputation that starts to happen here. A lot of forward movement that starts to happen because it's Mars, right, in Gemini. So a lot of powerful sort of um, new information that you're bringing um, into the um, sort of social realm or into group relationships that make things really, really interesting. So during this time, I would say that this is going to be a really good time to go into action because 24 is driven by leading yourself. Okay. So there's an inspiration here. You feel open to it and you start to strengthen that aspect. So I like this energy because it's happening between your 11th house and that third house, which these are two very uh, creative houses, but also social houses. So expect to be busy with people or have people around you during this time. All right. Then we are starting to dive into the eclipse energy. We have a solar eclipse that is going to be happening here during this week. Um, I am going to dive into the solar eclipse energy in another episode a little bit more deeper. What I want to talk about is what is happening before the solar eclipse, which is the Sun-Venus conjunction coming together exact Libra at 29 degrees. So that's going to be happening between the 20th and the 23rd. That's when it's going to start uh, to peak. And so for you guys, this energy is going to unfold in your third house. That is where the Libra energy is going to finish up and then start to move forward into your fourth house, which is your home uh, home, uh, and your comfort zone house, which we will talk more about in that solar eclipse energy, because that's where this is going to be happening for you guys. But so the sun is going to be in a conjunction with Venus in the third house. 
this is a feel-good energy. But most importantly, it is an energy where there is affection, where there is sort of passion. But then you also realizing, because they're going to come together conjunct at 29 before that solar eclipse energy starts to unfold. This is when you start to realize, this is it, you know? Um, this is what stays in my life. Uh, this is the kind of way I want to speak, think, be with other people, communicate with other people. And so you get that taste for it. There's sort of a new beginning in a sense that starts to arise in your mindset because all this time, maybe leading up to this point, you've been working really, really hard on relationships, especially when it comes to groups or anything that you've been communicating in a group setting. And so you get this like moment where things are flowing in a good way and you get the taste for it and then boom that solar eclipse happens everything starts to move from your third into the fourth house which is all about you drawing the line as you're moving forward because you need some solid boundaries and you need to identify what safety looks like because you've expanded productivity you've expanded you know sort of the conversation and creative ideas and collaborating with other people and now you may have to sort of start to pay attention to, okay, what do I need to do in order to create safety and boundaries and a really good foundation for myself? Because that is going to be something you will start to be concerned with as the sun and Venus start to move on into Scorpio from your third into your fourth house. And then what's also interesting is at the end of the month, Mars is going to be starting to retrograde. Now, Let's talk about Mars. Mars has been in Gemini since August 20th, I think. Definitely August, okay? August 20th. Sometimes I can't keep up with everything. I need to have all my notes out onto one screen. I already have two, but it's so hard to remember all of it, you guys. Um, so Mars has been in Gemini mid-August or end of the August. It's going to stay here until mid-March of 2023, and it is going to retrograde. So for you guys, this Mars retrograde is in the 11th house. Mars in the 11th house is definitely a time where group relationships, social reputation, and just you, how you are thinking with other people, all that is going to start to come into a point where Actions are kind of stopped here because you need to reconsider what needs to stay and what needs to go, what you are willing to do, what you're not willing to do. And some things you will just not know if they will stick or not. But there is communication that's going to start to open here in this area. There is some Mars wants to solve problems. OK, Mars wants to go in there and solve the problem and get into action. And so this retrograde moment, you know, is going to kind of point out to you who you're listening to, why you're listening to them. And I think you're going to start the process of just beginning something brand new when it comes to groups and the trip that you have to groups and the groups that you are a part of, right? There's a new conversation that is starting to come up to the surface here. And a chance over the next six to seven months to free up some space for some new potentials or some new ideas and some new, you know, future outlooks because the 11th house can be concerned about future goals as well. 
And so there are some goals that come into the picture with everything you've been working on and you need to kind of decide how to go about it. And so your actions kind of come to a point here where they're on a review period and it's perfect that way because if you were to kind of move forward now, maybe you would overlook certain things or maybe some things that you're investing your time and energy into, you start to realize like, this is not it. So there is a review period that starts here with that Mars retrograde in your 11th house. Now, if you want to learn more about the overall pulls of October 2022, I have a separate video dedicated to this where I cover Libra season and the new moon and what the entire pulse is like for October 2022. In that video, I go with cards and also briefly mentioning where the new moon is happening for you on what you should be focusing on, why you should be focusing on it in even more depth. So watch that video next or watch that episode next. Thank you so much for being here, you guys, and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.